Welcome to the Manufacturing Wellness Podcast. Our mission is to help improve your workforce's overall health and well-being. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, a national board-certified health and wellness coach and well-being strategist for the manufacturing industry. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Manufacturing Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Laura Timbrook, and today we are talking about stress. One of the things I've learned over my time in manufacturing and in corporate wellness is how often we promote overwork ethics. You know, so many times I will walk into an organization and a leader or manager, supervisor will be talking about their team. And usually at some point in this conversation, they will tell me about their best employee. And all the time when they talk about their best employee, they mention they haven't taken a sick day. They haven't taken a vacation day in years. They brag about it like a badge of honor. This person is so dedicated. They haven't taken a vacation in five years. They haven't called in sick once or one of my most dedicated workers. That's a problem, guys. That's a big problem. It's a problem because that person is probably burning out. Or if they're not burning out, they're going to burn out. Or if they're not going to burn out, they might very well leave. Because from that person's aspect, they haven't taken a vacation in three years. They're tired. And we don't see it that way. And we really need to be promoting vacations. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit on in this episode. But what I want to start doing is giving you some statistics so you can really kind of understand. So if you go to stress.org, real simple, they lay out some of the scariest data I have seen. 75% of employees believe that workers have more on-the-job stress than a generation ago. 75%. And the crazy thing is, this this number was taken before COVID hit. I can guarantee you this is significantly higher today. And 25% of those people view their job as their number one stressor. You know, stress isn't all bad. Stress can help promote us. It can help give us that drive to complete something. And that's kind of your acute stress. That stress that'll get you to run faster, do something better. It's short bursts. But the problem is this kind of stress that we're talking about here in these studies is not acute stress. This is chronic stress. This is the stress that breaks us down both physically mentally and emotionally. This is the stress that can literally destroy a person's health. We know that stress plays such a big part in someone's overall health. Actually, stress is one of the things that affects every area of our body. So many times I hear everybody tell me, when I eat, I get this digestive pain. And sometimes maybe you're allergic to something or maybe something just doesn't agree with you. But more times than not, that digestive pain they're having isn't necessarily because of the food. It is because of how stressed they are. When your body is in a fight or flight response, 
Your digestive system slows. Our body is saving all its energy. And there's a lot of energy used in the digestive process. It is saving all that energy that we can either defend ourselves or run from something. But what if it's just about eating our sandwich at lunch and we just came out of a a tense meeting with our supervisor? Or maybe something on the production line's not working right. Now you're trying to eat lunch and it's just sitting like a brick. Then you don't feel good. You go home, you're crabby, you're snapping at your family. You go to sleep that night, you can't sleep. And if you're not sleeping, you're gonna wake up the next morning if you even got any sleep and it's going to start the process all over again. But you're already starting from a stress state, you still haven't digested that food, you're feeling miserable, your blood pressure is now high, it goes on and on until you can start relieving that stress. And a lot of people, how do they handle that stress? They start medicating themselves, whether it's alcohol, whether it's food, whether it's other substances, maybe it's sleeping pills, just trying to sleep, or maybe it's pepsid because you have so much heartburn because that food isn't digesting. And so many times it becomes because of stress. So we really need to be taking a look at our stress. Now, not all the time can we control our stress. Sometimes it, our stress is coming from an area we really don't have much control over. Maybe it's a toxic person at work. Maybe it's a toxic leadership or management. Now, I hope your organization would have their finger on the pulse on that, but oftentimes it doesn't. Oftentimes they don't even know what's going on because nothing has been communicated, but maybe nothing has been communicated because it's not the type of environment that is open for communication. There's so many reasons why your employees aren't talking about why they're stressed at work. So if you find yourself in a leadership or a management position, it's really important to start understanding where your employees, where your team is at on the stress. Find out, is there any way you can help reduce their stress? Because that's only gonna further help their health down the line. Stress does affect everybody and everybody is affected differently with it. One thing that stresses a person out doesn't stress another person out. There was actually a study that found that for some police officers, doing paperwork at their desk was more stressful than chasing a criminal. So stress for everybody is different. For me, if I was chasing a bad guy, I would be a lot more stressed out than filling out paperwork. But that's what they're trained for. They're trained to be able to handle those responses. So everybody handles stress differently. And if a team member is coming to you and say, X is stressing me out, and you're like, but it's not stressing anybody else out, it doesn't matter because it's stressing one person out. How can you work with them or how can we create something that they can work through for it? You know, it's about that communication. Long-term stress, we know causes problems. We know it can cause high blood pressure. We know it causes sleep disorders. We have issues with stress and cardiovascular and digestive issues. Our immune system is naturally lower when you're stressed out. And this isn't just for humans. This actually goes for animals as well. You know, it's really interesting. I have been studying Robert Sapolsky. He is a Stanford professor and he wrote a book called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. And it's really talking about fight and flight and all this biology and it's really interesting. But where the story I'm going with this is 
my dog always stressed out and we send him every now and then to this daycare for him to kind of realize dogs aren't bad and he's he's good in the daycare he just kind of leaves everybody alone well we had to leave him there for a couple days one time we come back and within 10 days he's got kennel cough now he's been vaccinated for kennel cough we took him to the er because of course when he shows these symptoms we're away camping on vacation in another state the vet told me we're talking about it and I said yeah he gets pretty stressed out when he goes to this kennel and he says well it's not surprising that even though he's vaccinated he actually got the kennel cough because how much it lowers the immune system now I knew from the human perspective that stress lowered our immune system I see it all the time people get stressed at work suddenly they're sick and how many times do managers say oh someone just needed a time off no they literally got sick because their immune system dropped because of your stress but it happens with animals too it was it's so amazing to me the connection between the humans and animals and how biology is so connected with that but we do have to keep an eye on our stress because not only will it cause the physical health issues, it will also cause the mental health issues, depression and anxiety. We're seeing it now. Depression and anxiety has been the highest probably it's ever been in a really long time. And kind of at this point in talking to a lot of my mental health professional friends is it's across the board. It's everybody. It's kids. It's adults. It's seniors. It is affecting everything everybody and it's drastic and if we don't handle this stress now it is going to affect our health negatively down the line so it's so important to start having a handle on our stress now what are some things we can do to help manage our stress or our team stress one it, we have to keep an eye open keep an ear to the ground just be mindful of what is going on, open those communication pathways. We also need to be bringing mental health professionals in like we do for wellness. We have wellness professionals come into our organizations. Well, maybe not right now, but we bring in their expertise. Maybe it's virtually to talk to us about sugar and eating healthy and exercising, but we need to do the same for mental health. We need our employees to understand how important their mental health is and what it looks like when we need help. Because not all the time do people understand when we need help. Getting in regular exercise, regular exercise is such a drastic effect on our overall mental health and stress. But there is boundaries. There is exercise that relieves stress, and there is exercise that causes stress. If you are already stressed out, going to a boot camp style class, unless you have been a lifelong athlete, is probably going to be more stress. But going for a 15 minute walk outside is perfect to help relieve some of that stress. It's so important too to stay connected with our friends. And again, this time it's been really difficult to do that. However, now that things are opening back up, people are getting their vaccinations. We need to get back and build our friendships, that community, being connected with other people. We need these outlets. We need to be getting on vacations. We need to be taking our time off. We need to be setting boundaries with work and goals 
and prioritizing what means the most to us. Because a lot of this, it's getting all jumbled up. We're so confused. We've been working so hard or trying to work or trying to find a job that we've been under this stress state for over a year. We need to relax. We need to let it go. Take your vacations. Make sure your employees are taking their time off, taking their vacation. If it's that they can't afford a fancy vacation, then don't take a fancy vacation because financial stress is just going to cause another issue. But take some time off. Go fishing, go biking, go hiking, go camping. Do something, but get away. Take yourself away. We have been inundated with news. We have been inundated with financial burdens and what products are going to be available or what's happening or who's sick or who's dying. It's been so much. We need to take a break. We need to step back. We need to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves and we are supporting our team members. So what is something you can do? Well, like I said, keep your eye out. Keep listening. Keep that communication pathway open. And one of the biggest things that relieves stress is having fun. Somehow figure out how you can bring fun into the workplaces. Can you do challenges? Can you have some game days? Can you horseshoe pit somewhere in your facility that the people can go play some horseshoes? Something just to add some fun in. Because if we can laugh, if we can smile, This will naturally help alleviate stress, but I can't stress how important it is that we take our vacations, we are setting boundaries with work, that we are not over continuing to overwork ourselves, that our self-care matters because that is how we rebuild ourselves stronger. That is how we reduce the stress and that is how we lead a healthier life. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you all Hey guys, week. thanks for listening. My name is Laura Timbra. I'm a national board certified health and wellness coach and well-being strategist for the manufacturing industry. If you like what you're hearing, please share this with your organizations. If you want to talk more about improving your organization's overall well-being, you can visit lauratimbra.com. My goal is to improve the well-being of your manufacturing workforce.